0: a podcast version of Morning Prayer, Write-To, as found in the 1979 Book of Common Prayer, available through Church Publishing Incorporated. Our devotional this week is offered by John Newton, our rector. If you would like to support this podcast in St. Michael's Episcopal Church, you can contribute online at st-michaels.org. If you wish to follow along at home, Please turn to page 75 in your Book of Common Prayer. Jesus said, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. The confession can be found on page 79.
1: Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed
0: The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore Him. We will now read the Venite on page 82. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to Him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. The appointed psalm for today is Psalm 72.
2: Give our King your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the King's Son, that he may rule your people righteously and the poor with justice that the mountains may bring prosperity to the people, and the little hills bring righteousness. He shall defend the needy among the people. He shall rescue the poor and crush the oppressor. He shall live as long as the sun and moon endure, from one generation to another. He shall come down like rain upon the moon field, like showers that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish. There shall be abundance of peace till the moon shall be no more. He shall rule from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. His foes shall bow down before him, and his enemies lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and the Isles shall pay tribute, and the kings of Arabia and Saba offer gifts. All kings shall bow down before him, and all the nations do him service. For he shall deliver the poor who cries out in distress, and the oppressed who has no helper. Ye shall have pity on the lowly and poor. Ye shall preserve the lives of the needy. Ye shall redeem their lives from oppression and violence. And dear shall their blood be in his sight. Long may he live... And may there be given to him gold from Arabia. May prayer be made for him always, and may they bless him all the day long. May there be abundance of grain on the earth, growing thick even on the hilltops. May its fruit flourish like Lebanon and its grain-like grass upon the earth. May his name remain forever, and be established as long as the sun endures. May all the nations bless themselves in him, and call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous deeds, and blessed be his glorious name forever, and may all the earth be filled with his glory. Amen, amen.
1: Glory Glory to to the the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and will will be forever.
3: Amen.
4: A reading from Jeremiah. The Lord said to me in the days of King Josiah, Have you seen what she did, that faithless one, Israel? How she went up on every high hill and under every green tree and played the whore there? And I thought, after she has done all this, she will return to me. But she did not return, and her false sister Judah saw it. She saw that for all the adulteries of that faithless one Israel, I had sent her away with a degree of divorce. Yet her false sister Judah did not fear, but she too went and played the whore. Because she took her whoredom so lightly, she polluted the land, committing adultery with stone and tree. Yet for all this her false sister Judah did not return to me with her whole heart, but only in pretense, says the Lord. Then the Lord said to me, Faithless Israel has shown herself less guilty than false Judah. Go and proclaim these words towards the north and say, Return, faithless Israel, says the Lord. I will not look on you in anger, for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt, that you have rebelled against the Lord your God, and scattered your favors among strangers under every green tree, and have not obeyed my voice, says the Lord. Return, O faithless children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will take you, One from a city, and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. I will give you shepherds after my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And when you have multiplied and increased in the land, in those days, says the Lord, they shall no longer say, The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. It shall not come to mind, or be remembered, or missed, nor shall another one be made. At that time, Jerusalem shall be called the throne of the Lord, and all nations shall gather to it, to the presence of the Lord in Jerusalem, and they shall no longer stubbornly follow their own evil will. In those days, the house of Judah shall join the house of Israel, and together they shall come from the land of the north to the land that I gave your ancestors for a heritage." word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: We will now say a song of penitence found on page 90 of the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord and Ruler of the hosts of heaven, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and of all their righteous offspring, you made the heavens and the earth with all their vast array, All things quake with fear at your presence. They tremble because of your power. But your merciful promise is beyond all measure. It surpasses all that our minds can fathom. O Lord, you are full of compassion, long-suffering and abounding in mercy. You hold back your hand. You do not punish as we deserve. In your great goodness, Lord, you have promised forgiveness to sinners, that they may repent of their sin and be saved. And now, O Lord, I bend the knee of my heart and make my appeal, sure of your gracious goodness. I have sinned, O Lord, I have sinned, and I know my wickedness only too well. Therefore, I make this prayer to you. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Do not let me perish in my sin, nor condemn me to the deaths of the earth. For you, O Lord, are the God of those who repent. And in me you will show forth your goodness. Unworthy as I am, you will save me, in accordance with your great mercy, and I will praise you without ceasing all the days of my life. For all the powers of heaven sing your praises, and yours is the glory to ages of ages. Amen.
3: A reading from John. After this there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate there is a pool, called in Hebrew Bethsatha, which has five porticos. In these lay many invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he'd been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me jesus said to him stand up take your mat and walk at once the man was made well and he took up his mat and began to walk now that day was a sabbath so the jews said to the man who had been cured it is the sabbath it is not lawful for you to carry your mat but he answered them the man who made me well said to me take up your mat and walk they asked him Who is the man who said to you, Take it up and walk? Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd that was there. Later Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Do not sin anymore so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews started persecuting Jesus because he was doing such things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is still working, and I also am working. For this reason, the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because he was not only breaking the Sabbath, but also calling God his own father, thereby making himself equal to God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: We will now read the Song of Zechariah, found on page 92 of the Book of Common Prayer. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever.
1: Amen. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and Redeemer. About five years ago, I took a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. The moment I stepped off the plane, I felt an immediate sense of the presence of the Holy. Jerusalem felt, as a Celtic Christian might say, like a thin place, a place where the border between heaven and earth felt blurred. And this blurring of heaven and earth seemed to be a constant of this pilgrimage, as I knelt in silent prayer on Golgotha Rock, or as I walked the stations of the cross along the historic path that Jesus would have walked on the way to his crucifixion. And I recall one meditative walk in particular along the Sea of Galilee that left me awestruck because in that moment, I intuitively knew in a way that I can't fully explain that I stood where Jesus, the humble carpenter's son, began his public ministry. And here was I, a man of unclean lips, walking in the footsteps of Jesus. About a week after my pilgrimage ended, I was eager to start planning my return. Coming home from this sort of experience can kind of feel like an unwelcome plummet from the holy into the common, And in my experience, our mind has a strong bias against finding God and what we deem to be common and ordinary. And yet, isn't that what this story we just heard read from John's gospel is ultimately about, where God is encountered when Jesus stoops to meet a very ordinary man, a man who's been ill for 38 years, a man with a condition so common That for the better part of his life, he sat by a pool, being overlooked day after day by all the people who passed by. And as I've been reflecting on this story, here's what I've come to see that walking in the footsteps of Jesus is not a special trip that we take. As much as I love my trip to the Holy Land, because what Lent asks us to ponder ultimately is how we might live every moment in the footsteps of Jesus. During Lent, we get very present to the fact that our life, the one we are actually living, is the ultimate pilgrimage, and that true repentance happens when our mind shifts to find Jesus in places and people and circumstances that we might be tempted to overlook and walk right by. You see, John tells us that this healing took place at a festival of the Jews. And indeed, in biblical times, faithful Jews were expected to take an annual pilgrimage to Jerusalem as part of their spiritual practice. The meaning of Lent, however, is ultimately found in how it subversively negates this expectation. We don't have to go somewhere special to encounter God, for Lent reminds us that in Christ God has taken a pilgrimage from heaven to earth to dwell with us, and that the presence of Christ infuses the creation right down to the tiniest atom, and that God is to be found, encountered, anywhere and everywhere we go. "'Where can I flee from your presence?' the psalmist asks." If I climb up to heaven, you are there. If I make the grave my bed, you are there also. We cannot flee from God's presence. We cannot increase God's presence for God simply is omnipresent, not centralized in Jerusalem or a temple or a shrine made with human hands and certainly not limited to any special locale that we mere mortals set apart and call holy. God is in everywhere, every place, every moment. And a man who has been ill for 38 years and the experience of raising kids and working for justice and going to work and doing the dishes and driving our car in times of change and loss and grief and moments we call good and in moments we call bad in moments we call energizing and in moments we call boring. How we label the moment has no bearing on how present God is to us in that moment. We cannot flee from God's presence. We cannot add to God's presence, for God simply is always present, all the time, everywhere. So with that said, here is my prayer for us as we seek to observe a holy Lent as the people of God. May we see our life, the one we've actually been given to live, the life we have and not the life we may want or the life we daydream about. May we seek the Holy One in what many of us are far too quick to call common or hard or boring or normal. Personally, this is my intention for Lent, to seek God in bread and wine. I want to seek God in the homeless beggar and in dirty dishes, and the difficult conversation I've been putting off, and, and the laughter of my wife and daughters. And above all, I'll seek God in the vulnerability that comes with the human experience. I will, as Jesus says, take up my mat and walk. And in walking, I will learn to pay attention and by the grace of God to wake up to the miracle that every place is thin and that every step is always taken in the footsteps of the one we call Lord. Amen. Let us confess our faith
0: in the words of the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you.
4: And And also also with with you.
2: you.
0: Let us pray.
1: Our Our Father in heaven, heaven, hallowed be your name. Your Your kingdom kingdom come, your will be done, done on earth as in heaven. heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from a time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
0: Praying Suffrages A, we pray. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Create in us clean hearts, O God,
3: and, and sustain, sustain us with, with your Holy
0: Spirit. Spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Holy Spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. Amen. I now invite your prayers, silently or aloud. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you, and you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. Give ear to our prayers, O Lord, and direct the way of your servants in safety under your protection, that amid all the changes of our earthly pilgrimage, we may be guarded by your mighty aid. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I now invite your own prayers and intercessions.
4: We will now say together
0: the prayer of St. Chrysostom, found on page 102.
1: Almighty God, you, you have given, given us grace at this time with one accord to, one accord to make our common, common supplication, supplication to you. And you and have promised that your well-beloved Son, that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst, them. midst of them.